Luke here. And as promised, I was going to go over a quick video, just uh, kind of discussing uh, some paces and things like that for long runs and easy runs. It seems like there's a, a fair amount of confusion on stuff. So uh, what I want to do is uh, just real quick, uh, take a look and uh, clear up some confusion on there for you. So if you go to my site, um, hansenscoachingservices.com, or if you're in Final Surge, you can do it right through there as well. Um, if you're on our site, you'll go to calculators and uh, click that. And then uh, you'll see training pace calculator. Just click that bad boy. And then what we're going to look at is uh, we're not going to focus on uh, heat and humidity or anything like that, but we're just going to look straight at, uh, at what times would be. Uh, calculate paces. All right, so let's say we're going to try to run a four-hour marathon, and uh, we want to know where certain things fit in. A lot of there seem to be a lot of confusion with easy runs, uh, especially being either or type of situation or something with warm-ups, cool-downs, things like that. But also the big one was the long run. So people were asking, well, why is there easy, moderate, and long runs? And uh, if you have some of our older stuff, it said aerobic A, aerobic B, which was the predecessor to the easy to moderate. So we'll go over that right now. So essentially A to B, if you had aerobic A, aerobic B, you were looking at A would be the moderate, which would be the faster end of the spectrum. Uh, easy, the B would be the easy end of the spectrum. So you would essentially see the same range. So in this case, you would see, you know, basically 10 minute pace to 11:40 pace as your as your uh, pace range. Uh, and some some people were confusing that with an either either had to be the 10 minute pace or the 11:40 pace, and that's that's simply not the case. It's more all about a range like if you're in that range you're okay right there is no need to worry about if i'm on the fast end of that or the slow end of that for the most part um so just get that out of your head that it's either or type of situation it's a whole spectrum of paces anything in that range is going to get the job done right so that's what that's the main thing i want you to take from that especially for your regular easy run so if you go out and it's you know an 85 degree day and you're on the slow end of that easy pace range, you're just fine. You know, you're not you're not losing fitness. You're not suddenly overworked. It's just the fact that you know it's a warm day and you don't feel very good. So uh, just keep that in mind as you're going along with the training. And uh, you know, early on, especially like if you're in the beginner program and you're doing pretty low mileage and there's no workouts, you're probably going to be on the faster end of that easy pace range most of the time simply because that's that's the only thing you're doing but as soon as you start workouts or if it starts getting hot out all those types of things add up all of a sudden easy runs might take a take a little bit bit of hit on the pace that's just fine that's why there's a range there so don't worry about if all of a sudden you start doing workouts and your easy paces suffer that's actually a good thing it means you're not trying to crank the pace too much on those easy runs and that's what I that's what I would rather see as a coach is I'd rather see your workouts be really good and your easy runs be 
in the range and not necessarily on the fast end of that range all the time. But if you're feeling like crap, I want you to slow down. I don't want you to, I don't want you to get caught up in that trap of always being on the fast end of that range. Uh, so just looking at my notes here, I'm looking at, uh, um, also want to talk about warm-ups, cool-downs, and the jog recoveries for, for well, essentially the speed work, I think, is the biggest, the biggest one people take a hit on. So, uh, but really for warm-ups, what you're looking at, what I want you to be, is that you have to consider what you're trying to accomplish with the run, right? So we're trying to, you know, quote-unquote, warm up to run faster, right? So being on the very end, slow end of the easy pace range for the entire warm-up doesn't necessarily make sense, right? So what I want you to do is uh, I want you to maybe start off on the easy, on, like in the middle part of the easy range and then gradually pick it up for the warm-up, right? So maybe by the end of the warm-up, you're closer to the faster end of that moderate range than you are the slower end of the easy range. So because we're trying to get the body, we're trying to prep the body to run faster. Cool down is really going to be the opposite. So we're essentially, instead of transitioning from zero to fast, now we're trying to go from fast to not running again. So we're going to kind of take it the other way around. We're going to go, we're already been running hard. So now we're just trying to get that body transitioned from working really hard, kind of the shock of that to not doing anything. So those, the cool downs, you can definitely be on the slower end of the easy range. It doesn't matter to me. As long as you're running and you're getting your cool down in, that's all I care about. I don't, and honestly, I don't, I know some people like to run the cool downs fairly quick and I don't, you know, that's up to them. But, you know, for me, you know, it's all about just getting the body prepped to cool down and, and taking it from a high level of stress down to a low level of stress and you're just transitioning that way. So that's what I would, I would say for cool downs, jog recovery. General rule here is just as long as you're running, you're fine. So um, if you're brand new to doing speed work and it's, and it's kind of kicking your butt a little bit, don't be afraid if those easy run, those jog recoveries are, are slow. They're on the slower end of the, of the spectrum. Um, as you get more fit or more advanced runners, they'll just naturally, be a little bit quicker on those on those jog recoveries unless they're going too fast on their workouts or they're trying to go to another level that's a way above from where they're at that then you might see them they might not be able to handle a, a faster jog recovery so again it's all about a range and it's all about where you're at as far as the training goes so as a beginning runner you might find that that uh that uh jog recovery is going to be slower than somebody who's more advanced. But again, as long as you're in that range, even for those, I don't think you really necessarily want to be in that moderate range. Um, you, you'd really want to stick more in that, in that easy range. But sometimes, you know, I have, I have workouts where, you know, we kind of emphasize on a quicker jog recovery because we're trying to do more for the body. But in, in our basic sense of things, don't worry about being fast on the easy runs. As long as you're, as long as you're not walking, you know, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm okay with that. And, and, and uh, you're right where you need to be as far as the workout goes. So that's for those. The big one I, I know people were worried about was the long run. There, were, there was some confusion on the long run. I realized in the book, we don't actually say paces. Um, I do have a blog post on my site. Um, just, it's called long run, marathon long run part two. First part talks about why it's the 16 miles and all that good stuff we've, we've talked to no end on. Um, and the second part here is actually more about paces and where you're at as a runner. So essentially as a beginner, what we're doing is we're, we're, all we're really trying to do 
is get you to be able to cover the ground, right? So we want you to get through the training and get through and be able to do the training itself first, right? So we're not worried about pace on this. So in this instance, you could probably throw that third count, that third row of long run, that long run pace out the window. You might, you might strictly be in that easy range on your long runs. That's perfectly fine. You're still getting what we want you to get out of it. We're just looking at to being able to run, you know, essentially 16 miles without stopping. Cause then, then we have to consider what we're doing before and after that, before we're doing a tempo run after that, we're going to bounce back and do speed or strength. So the long run can be slower because it's still getting the, the our benefit of general endurance in and getting that aerobic fitness that way. As you become more advanced, the long runs are going to get a little bit easier. So maybe we might need a little bit more of a stimulus. That's what we can really look at this long run and moderate pace range. So then folks like folks maybe who've perfect example would be somebody who did a beginner program and it was a big jump for them in training. And all they did was they just wanted to get through the long runs. So they were really more like a minute and a half, two minutes slower than, than their marathon pace. Now they come back and they, and they're like, I don't want to do the advanced plan, but in the beginner plan might be a little too easy for me. I need a little more stimulus. Well, that stimulus can come from that long run being a little bit quicker at this point. You're a little more experienced. Now we can focus on getting those long runs a little bit quicker because in general, I don't like real slow long runs for a, for a fit person, right? Because all we're teaching the body to do is how to run a long ways slow. For most people though, in the beginner standpoint, they're not care, they don't care about how fast they're running. They just want to be able to run the distance, right? So that's why I don't, I throw the pace out the window for the beginners. The more advanced you get, now we can start focusing more on pace. So, you know, that kind of intermediate level type runner, you know, recreational type runner who's starting to do workout, who's done workouts and has maybe run a marathon before, now we can say, okay, why don't you take that long run? Maybe you focus more on moderate pace. So maybe you're more like a minute to, you know, maybe you focus on a minute, minute and a half slower than marathon pace. It's a great way to add a new stimulus without changing the schedule. And then finally, a more advanced person, this might be a person in the advanced uh, marathon plan who's got a lot of experience, has run several marathons, has trained hard before. Their stimulus might come from making that long run, you know, 30 seconds to a minute slower than marathon pace. And that's great. That's that's just another step in the, you know, that's just everybody's on a stepping stone and that's where they would be at on, on that stepping stone. And then we in that blog post, we also talk about other variations a runner can make, but that's beyond what we're talking about today. So you can do that. Um, I think the big thing for this is don't do this all the time, especially for the, the, the intermediate and advanced person. Like your early long runs, they should probably just be on the slower end of things. As you get more fit, then you can start increasing the pace a little bit. So don't think that that's got to be an everyday thing or you're not going to get the fitness. That should be really something reserved for a couple of the later long runs uh, in the in the segment. Um, other than that, uh, sometimes you'll see, uh, so like basically every other week, so basically let's say, you know, this weekend you have a 14-miler, next week you have a 10-miler on Sunday. You know, that 10-miler might be one you can get after a little bit, but if you're having a tough time recovering from workouts, then I would just run it at the easy pace. So um, the shorter ones you might actually be able to get after a little bit longer. And that's, I guess starting, starting with that, we should say, you know, maybe your 14-miler, you focus on just covering the distance, right? But then the next week, if you have like a 10 or 12 miler that's shorter and you're feeling okay with training, that might be one where you can get after the pace a little bit and you can dip down in that closer to that 30 seconds to a minute slower than the marathon pace, simply because you're not running 
as far. Um, but I'd only do that if you're feeling good and you're not feeling like you're not recovering from workouts. If you're not recovering from workouts, take that as a time to really recover, you know, run that at an easy pace, really focus on recovery. Cause if you do that, then you'll have basically tempo on Thursday, but then you'll have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, four days where you can really recover. And then Tuesday pick up with a speed or a strength workout. So there's different ways to look at it. Hopefully that helps you out some. And uh, ideally uh, it takes out some of the confusion in the long runs. I still, I know that there's more, there's kind of some working parts to that. So just take this with, you know, just take this as it is. Um, at the end of the day, as long as you're in that two minute range, you're just fine. It doesn't have to be something where everything has to be on the faster end of things. And that's really what I want you to, to really kind of get out of this is the fact that yes, there's, there is an upper speed limit, but you don't necessarily have to aim for that all the time. Um, especially if you're not feeling well, or if you're feeling like you're not really recovering from training training, those are perfect runs to slow down and it will allow you to make the workouts a better stimulus for yourself. So hopefully that all makes sense. Uh, if you're not, keep asking questions. It's great. It's, uh, it obviously gives me something to, uh, to help you out with. So um, I hope you have a great week, and I will talk to you later.